Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday. Thank you for joining me for the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host, uh, founder of singleinthecity.ca. Thank you so much for joining me again uh, for this week. And every week, guys, thank you so much for being fans. I love you all. Now, how can you find peace and happiness over the holidays and throughout the rest of the year? So this week, I am joined by Dr. Dravon James, who hopes to make the holidays just a little bit easier for you this year. Uh, Dravon is an inspirational speaker, everyday peacemaker. She's a life coach, an author, and founder of the Next Step Leadership Academy, a company that empowers women to use everything that shows up in their lives, good, bad, or otherwise, to reach their next level of greatness. Ooh, sounds good. (laughs) Tonight, we're going to be talking about how to create holiday experiences that you'll enjoy, remembering the important things, and how you can keep this mindset going all year long. Welcome, Dr. Dravon James. How are you doing today? I am great. Thank you for having me. Are you How looking are you forward? Today? I'm good. Are you looking forward to the holidays? I am. It is, as the song says, my favorite time of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, now let's get started. So you put a lot of emphasis on on finding peace over the holidays. Can you elaborate a little more on what you mean by this? How do you define finding peace with yourself and your situation? Oh, I'm so glad we're starting right here because it's so important for our listening audience to know how I use the word peace. There is a tendency when we hear that word to go into this like zen-like state, and although I love that state, it is not exactly what I mean when I say peace. The definition that I use for peace is that peace is wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And so, and I got to, the, the smile comes over my face every time I say that, because I got to tell you that no matter where you are, you're in that state of peace, whole, because the whole enchilada is happening, isn't it? All of the time. And so it's like having a life and, and, and making it into a jigsaw puzzle. And if something happens that looks like a dark cloud and we remove that part of the jigsaw puzzle where the puzzle is no longer whole, we do need that piece too. So your individual journey is so important and it is equipped with everything that you need to live your life on your next level of greatness and happiness and all of that. So we've got to take everything that shows up. And that's what I mean about peace, being present, being present for what's showing up in this moment. And then exercising our freedom. How are we going to use those things that show up in this moment as a catalyst to the things that we want? That's all right. That's, I, wrote, I wrote a book called Freedom is Your Birthright, and that's the genesis of the book in a nutshell. We got to use it. It showed up in our life. So whatever's happening during this holiday season, right, we're going to learn from it. We're going to grow with it. We're going to take it. We're going to digest it, and we're going to move to our next level of greatness using that. Nice. Um, Now, how important do you feel it is to stay away from toxic people at this time of year, especially if you're going through a a certain situation um, or you're confronting something during the holidays? Yeah, I I definitely want to protect your space, right? Boundaries are important. We can't overemphasize that, not only during the holiday season, but all of the time. And when and where we have the opportunity to select 
you know, okay, this is <laughs> this is people that I choose to spend time with. Definitely, you know, you want to select people who have um, the type of energy that matches yours, that are encouraging, and have those um, traits that lead you to be your best self. Unfortunately. We, that's not always the case. No, is it? We, we cannot necessarily uh, select everybody that we work with or everybody that's going to show up at the holiday dinner. So we have to have ways in which to internally protect our, our, our boundaries and our peace and our state of mind. So, but yes, I agree with you. Whenever necessary, you know, positive vibes only. Try to get around people who are going to help you to become your best self. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and when you find yourself in the in the presence of tension, stress, and conflict, right? Try not to join in when when these people are around you. And I I always suggest trying your best to walk away. And toxicity also extends to alcohol, right? It's it's quite normal to drink heavier than usual during the holidays, but. I always say try not to, maybe pace yourself, especially if alcohol is a trigger for you. And then more on that, you know, seeing different people throughout the holidays is always a big part of it, like what you were saying, like it's, and it's inevitable at times with family and so forth, and we can't choose our family, unfortunately. So what do you suggest, like for people, let's just say they find themselves in situations where they feel uncomfortable or they're around people that they necessarily don't want to be around, but they have to be. Yeah, isn't that something? So I always tell my my coaching clients, a lot of what I'm going to say is really adulting 2.0, right? Meaning that we are past the age of where we can say, I just don't like it, I don't want to. Right. Yeah. We're past we're past that age in our life, right? So we're past we're at this junction in our life, especially if you listen to this show, we're at this juncture in our life where we are hundred percent adults and we say, Not not what I would have chosen, but it's here. Let's see what I can do with it. Right. And so when we take that approach to life, we say, Okay, here I am and let's just use the wonderful example you give that you're you're at a situation and there are people there that happen mm-hmm. and you you know, just not this is not what you really want. You know, for whatever reason, maybe there's some history there, but there's some tension. You feel uncomfortable, right? And if you are safe, that's first and foremost. I always tell people, if you're physically safe, you know, make sure that that's going on. You're physically safe and you can't get out of this situation. We're going to go into this place where we're going to look at this from the eyes of love, which says this, if everyone here felt about me the way I feel about this individual, and I couldn't leave, how would I want to be treated, right? If everyone here felt about me the way I feel about this individual, how would I want to be treated? Oh, I want to be treated. I want to know that I was welcome, right? I I want to know that despite whatever, I'm still loved, I'm still accepted, got it. So how do I, how do I, how do I give at least that? Doesn't mean that I'm going to have a whole bunch of conversation for you. Doesn't mean that you and I are going to be, you know, off in the corner, you know, chucking it up, laughing all night long. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm going to be in this space. I'm going to be able to be comfortable knowing that that's what I would want. Now, you know, simple, hi, how are you? How was your year? Whatever, you know, little pleasantries, and I'm going to move on to my next group. But I'm going to re- and having that right there, that energy, because it really is all about you or me. Whoever is the, is the example here, it's all about us and our feeling, our most powerful and productive self. 
And we're not that when we're harboring you know, uh, bad feelings about anything. We're not our best self. It's the holidays. We want to be at our best self. So we're going to give ourselves that gift to say, you know what, if that was me, I'd still want to, I'd still want to feel welcome and loved, which means that I'm not going to walk around with my face all twisted up or scared, you know, definitely going to have those boundaries. Some conversations are not going to be conversations that are appropriate for the holiday celebration. Absolutely not. No, no problem with saying that in my adult voice with all love. Yeah, that's not a conversation that's good for today's event. And being comfortable with that, right? Being really comfortable because we're saying it in love. Hey, we want everybody to have a good time. Excellent advice. And the holidays can also be a real tough time for a lot of people who've had experiences that put a negative twist on them. How can we shake off this mindset? I mean, you kind of touched on it there, but how can we shake off this mindset so we can really enjoy the celebrations? Yeah, that's a, and there are people who are dealing with really heavy issues of loss mm-hmm. during the holidays. You know, we've come through or are still in the, hopefully coming through the pandemic and, you know, whether whether a loss is due to divorce or a death or separation, what have you, there are real losses there during the holidays that seasons that um, can really weigh heavy on our hearts during the holiday season. And the number one thing I tell people is, first of all, is to allow space for you to grieve and process. That is one of the most loving things you can do for yourself, is to allow space for that, for you to grieve and to process. But in that grieving and in that processing, also to know that, that we don't have the answers to why these things happen. We do know that we do have to go on amongst, you know, in, in our current situation and consciously asking yourself while you're dealing with it, what can I do now to become a happier version of myself now? Right? And that's going to be different for everybody. For some people, it's going to be, oh, you're going to go back and you're going to look at, you know, beautiful pictures and memories. And I got to tell you, I, I lost my mom this time last year in the holiday season. So that's not what I'll be doing. That doesn't comfort me to go back and look at those pictures, right? Um, it, you know, that's too heavy for me doing that during the holiday season. So every person is different. Honor yourself during the space, and you'll find that when you decide to honor yourself, ask those questions of yourself. How can I be a happier version? What do I need right now? And really listen for that answer. You'll, your your subconscious, your inner being will respond in time. But in in the meantime, honor yourself. You know, it's okay. It's okay. To not, to not feel what everyone else is feeling, you know, to be in that space and say, you know what, I really suffered a loss through this time period, and maybe I need some alone time. You know, maybe it's just going to be, that's what it's going to be this year. That's the happiest that I can be. Each year you will evolve, so don't rush yourself. Don't feel like you're on anybody else's timetable to do that. Yeah, great sound advice. Also, manage your expectations because having high expectations can cause a lot of stress. You know, it's so easy to hop on social media and check out what everyone else is doing. 
you know, may make you feel envious, uh, leave you feeling like you're missing out, uh, you know, but don't put pressure on yourself. Christmas looks different for everybody. You know, do what makes you and your family happy and content. Um, I have more on this, uh, how we can shake a negative mindset so we can enjoy the celebrations and so much more when we return after the break. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We are back on the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bilotta, your host, with my special guest, Dr. Drayvon James. We're getting back to our chat on making the holidays more enjoyable. Uh, before the break, we were talking about how we can shake a negative mindset so that we can enjoy the celebrations. Um, I just had a couple more things that I wanted to add to the the conversation. I think it's really important, um, and you'll probably agree with me as well, Dr. Drayvon, is to put yourself on the top of your to-do list. You know, during the holidays, there can be so much pressure to give or to perform for other people, and we often put ourselves at the bottom of the to-do list. What if you give yourself the love and kindness that you might give to somebody else? You know, try doing something that is enjoyable to you for you. Um, Try activities that allow you to fill up your own cup and replenish your energy. And once you do, then you can give back to others. But start with yourself first. I mean, heck, when I go Christmas shopping... I'm always shopping for myself as well at the same time. You know, I'll be like, okay, two gifts for me, one gift for you. (laughs) Two gifts for me, (laughs) one gift for you. I mean, I come first there. Um, So that, (laughs) and and also. I'm laughing because my sister taught me that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Brings back memories. Awesome. Yeah, putting yourself at the top of the list. And you know what I always say to you? Think about this when you go to holiday parties. You can always tell the hostess who's dog tired, right? And it's not as festive a, of an event because that hostess has been all day long, slaving of a kitchen, cleaning, and they're just they're pooped by the time the guests get there. And they really just want this event to be over because they're so tired. Now, you contrast that to the guests who's taken some time. Maybe they had a spa visit today and, you know, they got some help with the preparations. And they're showing up and they're just as excited, just as rested, just as festive as their guests. Those guests are going to have a much better time. So this putting your, yourself at the top of the to-do list is as much for yourself as it is for your guests for the people that you're spending time with. When you're as excited about them, and I'm laughing when you talk about, you know, one gift for you, two gifts for you. I mean, (laughs) imagine how much happier and excited you would be to get in those holiday lines if you knew that was what's going to happen. My sister taught me that years ago. She goes, oh, I love holiday It's it's the best time to get stuff for yourself. (laughs) It is. It, It really, really is, honestly. And also, another thing I like to do during the holidays is to give back to others. You know, donate to a food bank or a charity, volunteer your time. Because as humans, we are social beings. It's important to find community, especially right now after all that we've been through, right? And even if we find ourselves alone around the holidays, helping other people during a time of need can really have a large impact on our own well-being, so those would be my tips. I mean, there are so many more, but we can, we can be here all day. 
Right, but you're, well, you're so right about the service. When we have a service mindset, when, one of the quickest ways to pick yourself up is to go find someone else that you can make happy. Yes. So if you find yourself in this space during the holidays, and, you're, um, and one of the, I, I love to do crafting. So, you know, making hats for different organizations, knitting hats and things of that nature. Just a way to, to give back, to see somebody else smile from a place of true abundance inside of you. So, you know, I always tell people if knitting hats is not your jam, it doesn't light you up inside, then that's not the way you're meant to serve, right? You do something that that lights you up and you say, okay, this is, this is my gift. This is what I like to do. And then you provide that, you know, volunteer service somewhere to help a group of people. And you, there is something about putting a smile on somebody else's face when it comes from a true space of abundance within ourselves that is really the cure to holiday blues and all other kinds of blues. Yes, yes, yes. And during the holidays, we tend to add too much to our plate, don't we? You know, uh, with yes. holiday tours, like like the shopping, uh, decorating, entertaining. I mean, for myself, I'm always trying to finish up loose ends at work, right? So busy, busy, busy. And then I have a New Year's party and uh, you know, so I've got all this stuff. So, you know, when we feel like we have too much on our plate, that takes away from the real spirit of the season. So what should we do in this case? I mean, uh, when when I know when I have too much on my plate, I mean, I find it hard to focus and, and easily get confused about where to even start. You know, that feeling was like, oh, my gosh, I have yes. so much to do. I don't even know where to start. So I'd love to hear your perspective on this. Well, thank you for that question. I think we all can relate to that, right? And so here's what I tell everyone. The holiday time, what is it about? It's about relationships, right? This is the favorite time of the year because we're going to spend time with family and friends, people that we haven't seen all year. So when we have all this huge to-do list, let's let's have our activities match the meaning of the season. This relationship, this building relationship, let's ask for help. Let's delegate and say, hey, I got this much to do, and how about where can you fit in to help me? Bring in your team, you know, that old adage which says it takes a village to raise a child. I say it takes a village to do everything, especially during the holiday season, so we can maximize the amount of fun that we have. Draw people into that space. You know, uh, delegate some of that cooking, delegate some of that shopping, some of that cleaning and decorating, bring people together for those tasks. In fact, peer down some of the stuff that you do. It really is, when you get to the bottom of this, it really is about that cherished time with people and the people of your choice, hopefully. But so it may be not put so much cooking on your on your list this year. You know, another dozen cookies, if it's going to really wear you out, maybe not do that this year. Maybe save that energy. But that's the real enjoyable stuff. <laughs> See, myself, I will not be delegating kitchen duties. I mean, in my eyes, like that, that's just my job. I just love baking and being in the kitchen. That is how I get to release. You know, when I do feel stressed and I'm able to get away from my job, I just like love to go and I just in the kitchen for hours, especially on the weekends. But I, I love those tips. See, that self-awareness is so important. You have to know where where is, where is your joy come from. So you're right. For you, you're going to be mm-hmm. in the kitchen. That's for me, too. I love, I love to cook, so I could be there all day. But figure okay. out where it is. Maybe your joy is not in decorating the tree, so you get some other people to come along and do that with you. And you know another thing, too, right, is learn how to say no because it creates instant clarity. First off, it gets rid of that ongoing dialogue in our heads and honors 
some much, I say, some much-needed boundaries, and it gives you the time and energy to pour yourself into your own priorities. Say yes to yourself first, right? We're talking a lot about ourselves here. Uh, Say yes to your own goals. Say yes to your priorities. So make sure that you're taking care of your needs before you agree to someone else's needs and wants. Oh, I learned that honestly, the hard way. I used to be a pleaser. Yes, yes, yes. I would feel bad all the time and I wouldn't get anything done. And then finally I had to be a little selfish. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, no, I'm not going to do things that I don't have time for. I'm not going to do things that make me feel uncomfortable. I'm not going to do things where I know that I'm going to have to push myself to do because I really don't want to be there. I'm just, no, no. Yes, and no is a complete sentence. I teach my clients, no, I am not available for whatever. That's that's my answer and my reason, right? Because they're like, oh, what what will I say when I say no? No, I am not available for fill in the blank, right? And that is the complete answer and the explanation and move on, right? And people really appreciate that because when you show up, it's not like showing up to your job where you have to be there no matter what. This is your free time, your your me time, and you're sharing it with people. And when you're sharing it in a way that doesn't build you up and make you feel your best self, then it's time to make a different decision and say, no, I'm not available for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what what do you have to uh, what do you have to say to the people that you know are struggling with saying no, and do struggle with saying no? I love what you said, and I say it the same way. Is Figure out how you can say yes to you. Now, that takes you first having some strong conversation with you and asking yourself, are you a valuable person? If your answer is yes, it should be. Then figure out how you can prioritize you because the better you feel about you, the the better space you're in, the more authentic giving that you can give of yourself. But when you just say no, yes to everything, you're constantly saying no to yourself, you're windling down your self-love. So first, demonstrate self-love there. They say charity begins in the home, so it begins with you being charitable to you. And then from that overflow, give to other people. So start practicing that. Start practicing leading with the word no. And I got to get my I'm giving a lot of credit to my sister because she's given me some great advice over the years. But she always says that it's easier to turn a no into a yes than a yes into a, into a no. So she generally is gives this advice. If you are struggling, I don't know what to do, then that answer is no. It's not a firm yes, then it's a no. Then if you go back a week or two later and say, you know what, I really do want to do that. It's easier to turn around and say, you know what, something cleared up in my schedule. I'm feeling a little better. I'd love to help you out with that. So start off with your truth of being no. If you are, if you're unclear of whether or not you want to do something, it's a no. It's not a firm yes, then it's a solid no. And just start practicing that. Perfect. <laughs> now, with our current situation, the holidays have been anything but normal right? The pandemic definitely changed the way that we look at, you know, the holidays and how we spend time with our loved ones that might put a bit of a damper on this. So so what are some things to keep in mind if, if we get overwhelmed with everything going on at this time of year, you know, with COVID in the mix? Yes, and we talked, hit on that a little bit before, but there are, this is a heavy time of year with so much of the COVID pandemic still you know, around and, you know, new strands and what have you. So remember to pace yourself. Lead every day with gratitude. Start there. 
with being yes. grateful for what is. Yes. And pulling your focus away from what is not. So that is key to you really enjoying this holiday season. It's really being in this space of gratitude. So just focusing on what, what does exist in your life that you're grateful for, really putting that focus there. I call it active gratitude. Sometimes we get so heavy with things that are not present, that we want present. Switch that energy and get really, really super excited from the soles of your feet to the top of your head excited about what is. If it's the sun, this morning for me, it was the sunrise. Happened to step on my deck, saw that sunrise, and just got like really, really excited about, I'm so grateful that no matter what's on my to-do plate today, I got to see the sunrise. So get in that space of gratitude. It will really help pull you through the challenging emotions of the season. Wonderful. We need to take a break. And after the break, we're going to be discussing relationships and what they face during the holidays. Don't go anywhere. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Sunday night, you're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host, joined by my guest, Dr. Drayvon James, getting back to our chat on relationships during the holidays. Now, for many people... Celebrating the holidays alone or without a partner can make the season a little bit less enjoyable. What advice do you have for people who are alone over the holidays? Yeah, you're right. It's absolutely right, especially if you are, you know, recently thrust into singlehood and, you know, and you're in that space. It can be very challenging, especially during this holiday season when we see all this love and togetherness. So first of all, honor yourself for still being and coming through. Be grateful for you. And then secondly, find ways to get involved in activities that you like. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit earlier about being service-minded and finding organizations where you can go and volunteer and become uh, a part of different things. But I really encourage you, unless you're the type of individual who just would love, love, love under any circumstances to be, you know, isolated in your home, then for you, that's great. But most of us want to be surrounded by someone. And if that's you, and just because you're not coupled off in, in a romantic relationship during the holiday season doesn't mean that you have to be sequestered in your home. Go out and find a volunteer organization. There are so many things online even where you'll see uh, different organizations that where they're having events for singles during the holiday. Not that you're trying to couple up with anybody, just to do some charitable events. I, I happen to work in healthcare, so I know there's a lot that happens around healthcare and um, providing smiles for people with um, different illnesses and children with illnesses. So just look for places where you can express yourself and be out in the company of other like-minded people. It will do a lot to make you feel a part of the season. Yes, and, you know, know who your support networks are and lean on them, you know. Like, friends are a great support during the holidays, just like what you mentioned, because they don't tend to judge as harshly. So, you know, ask them, too, like, what they're doing for the holidays. Maybe they'll invite you, right? Um, 
but, but if they don't know that you're going to be alone, then they're not going to be able to invite you. They, they just need to know that you're available first. Or maybe plan your own event after Christmas. You know, the idea is that you're still having a connected experience with other people. Again, something that you mentioned. How about, as well, I know it's a little difficult for some people to travel right now. You may be a little scared. Some of you may not be vaccinated. But book a trip for yourself because booking a trip or going away, like it could be a great distraction and also offers like a, a fun and unique experience without, you know, that holiday pressure. And I also want you to know that you're not alone, right? There are people out there that have way greater issues than you do. So what you mentioned prior, like is practice gratitude. And of course, if you're going through a hard time, talk it out, Right. And, and you, of all people, would know about that, how important it is to, to lean on our support network uh, when we are going through a, uh, a difficult time. Yeah, we have people in our space for a reason. I call it one anothering, right? And you hit that in the head. Lean on that support network. Make make your desires to be festive and to be social known to people because sometimes they don't know. We take for granted that people do know, um, but they don't know all the time. Look for opportunity. You mentioned something about travel. I happen just to be on um, social media maybe last week and I saw there's a whole organization of people who are who travel for the holiday seasons for whatever reason they they find themselves to not be in a relationship during the holidays and they travel and um, it's a great way to meet other people and you mentioned you're know, always going to uh, be cautious you know vaccinated mask whatever your stance is but Find opportunities to stay engaged. Be creative. Challenge yourself to be creative. Being uncoupled during the holiday season is not the worst thing if we decide to use it for a time of growth and development. Yeah, and I, it's also traveling is a great way to get out of your comfort zone and rediscover yourself. Beautiful. Rediscover other cultures and really learn more about yourself. And one more tip I'm going to give is to put yourself out there because this is my realm, right? Dating is what I do. <laughs> so put yourself out there, okay? Get online. Join a singles club, a volunteer organization. Go to a singles event. Heck, I'm having a, I, I'm actually finally having an in-person singles event. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys about it at the end of the show, but find singles events. Um if, if it's something that you've been waiting to do, like it's just one of those things that you need to take the plunge and just do it. And there are so many professionals like myself that can help you up your dating game and help you give you the necessary tools you need to get out there and attract the right person into your life. When you're single during the holidays, this is honestly the best gift that you can give yourself. So, so try to mingle with other people. And it doesn't mean that you're going to meet the love of your life right away. You know, you may not meet them tomorrow but you'll have a sense of accomplishment by taking the plunge and making the move. So I really, really encourage people to put themselves out there. And there are so many people online right now. So, and again, if you're having difficulties with uh, navigating the online dating world, definitely reach out to a professional for help. What about those who are in relationships? How can we create these memories together that, um, that they can enjoy without any added stress? Oh, that's such a big thing because even people who are in relationships feel a lot of stress during this time period. So either way, coupled or uncoupled, people are going to have stress during the holiday season. If they don't want, we mentioned it earlier, manage our expectations. We sort of think, and I get this a lot with my clients, is that 
they sort of think this client, this this partner that they've had all year, is going to automatically turn into the super romantic individual and do all these big overtures that are so romantic and the, you know, the commercial Christmas sort of or holiday sort of vibe. Manage those expectations. I tell people, be be for yourself the person that you would like someone else to be for you. You do that first. So you you, you know, me first. You do that first and then manage your expectations communicate openly this is what we're going to do during the holiday season i hear things like we don't know which in-laws to visit we're fighting over that have those open conversations be willing to be flexible and vulnerable during the holiday seasons it will be necessary you know, we don't have time today, but we should do an entire show on how to communicate with your partner because it's easier said than done. Like we can say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, communicate. But communicating in some relationships is, is basically like pointing fingers and yelling. And <laughs> that's not the type of communication we're talking about here. It's time for another quick break. When we come back, we're going to be chatting about gift giving and strengthening those relationships through the holidays and after. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta with Dr. Drayvon James. We're getting back to our chat on how to keep your relationship going strong through the holidays. I want to talk about gift giving now because gift giving can be quite confusing. It can also add a lot of extra stress, especially if if it's your first Christmas together. What do you buy them? Like, what if they don't spend any money on me and I spend all this money on them? Oh, my goodness. It can get really, really confusing. Do you have any advice to make gift giving more enjoyable and less about how or how much you're getting or gifting? We attach a lot of value to that gift, right? We're kind of like sizing it up to see, oh, you don't really care about me that much, right? So let's get rid of all of that and just let's enjoy the relationship. Let's let the relationship give us all the cues and not the size of the gifts, right? And I'm a big proponent of going into, especially in new relationships, with having like price uh, caps on the gift because I don't like personally um, that stress of, well, as you mentioned, I, I overspent and this is cute, but what? Right? I don't like that feeling. So um, having just being really uh, transparent and saying, hey, let's talk about the gift giving you know, this during the holiday season. Do you want to set a cap? And then sometimes, you know, a significant other really doesn't care. They just want to go all out. But you'll have that conversation. So, again, you're managing your expectations, right, and really realizing that. As we mentioned before, holiday season is a great time to buy yourself the gifts that you really want, right? And so that you take that pressure off that and that you can appreciate all the sentiment behind the time and the energy invested rather than the size and the cost of the gift, right? So move that to the side and and really have those really um, transparent conversations about gift giving so that you don't get blindsided and have your heart broken on what's supposed to be one of the most magical times of the year by saying that, oh, I I weigh our entire relationship on the fact that you didn't read me well on the gift giving. Moving moving beyond that and realizing that um, you're not going to be able to tell a successful relationship by the size of the gift. You really can't. 
Now, you know there are going to be women sitting back and hoping that he's going to spend more on her than she is on him. That would be a difficult conversation for a woman to have early on in a relationship because I think a lot of women are testing men to see, you know, if they're going to show up for them. And, And a lot of times that love is communicated through gift giving, especially if it's their love language. So what do you have to say to those women? Right. And I think a lot of it is tied into this notion, which is true. I mean, that, you know, women view their significant other as a provider, right? And that provider, um, the mentality, right? Yeah, symbolize, symbolizes uh, security for us, right? So we realize that, oh, if they can provide, we feel safer and we, we attribute security to love and all of those things. But really doing this, and it's, and it's challenging, but one of the um, what is it, the five love languages, knowing your love language be, comes down again to communication. And I know a lot of women are afraid or bashful to, to express that gift giving is their love language because they don't want to be seen as, you know, gold diggers or what have you, right? But just, be, just being at the, again, managing your expectations, knowing that, oh, well, I may be dating someone who does not have the ability to give at this particular level. And so is it even wise for me to have an expectation that is beyond this? Because, you know, the holiday is one season. We do have to live all the other 364 days of the year. So knowing that, but then really having that conversation in the most loving way possible. I do encourage people to utilize um you know, spending ranges for, for gift giving during the holiday season, because you can buy me a gift any time of year, you know, it doesn't have to just be in the holiday season, but during that holiday season that, so that we don't have that big letdown, you know. Well, how about, how about this, conver- how about this conversation? The spend for you on me is a thousand. The spend for me on you is 500. Is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? And I think that is you bring so much laughter to the situation. You know, I, I think it's a way to say you kind of get my picture that I'm 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 this kind of girl. You know, what is what was it? Cindy Lopez said years ago. You know, um, about girls needing all you know diamonds and pearls and all these wonderful things, right? But it is true that women, a lot of women, do enjoy these bigger priced items and uh, I think it's good to have that conversation and really really know that what you do for yourself will make you doubly happy knowing that if you really want those earrings or whatever it is right figuring out how you can get them for yourself will make you just as happy even happier because you realize that I don't have the pressure of of waiting for it I'm going to go get it for myself and I can really have this price limit I'm big on saying hey this is what we're going to spend for the holidays and let that be you be creative with that amount of money yeah and I think we too we have to be mindful on people's incomes one person makes way more than the other person then they can't expect to spend as much as the person who makes way more money so I mean we have to look at that you have to take that into account as well I think too you know matter how how expensive the gift is Compared to the the time that we spend together and the relationship building activities, the gift will still still pale in comparison. So we don't want to reduce the entire holiday to just the gift. There's so much we'll, we'll miss out on all the other jewels of the season. Exactly. Okay. One more question. Um, it's been an enjoyable conversation. Uh, how do you think that we can use the holidays to make our relationships stronger? Like, what can we learn from this time of year that will help couples grow closer together? 
wonderful thing. So you, you, you learn best about an individual when you watch them under stress, that you see how they handle stress. You also learn best about you on how you support your, your partner, your mate through a, a, a stressful situation. So pay attention for that. There will be stressful things that happen, whether it's work-related, relationship-related, family-related. Pay attention to those cues. Watch this individual navigate through those stressful periods, and then watch how you handle that. How are you supportive? Does being supportive drain you? Really start to pick up and get more deeper self-awareness during the holiday season and more awareness about your your partner or your mate during the holiday season as to how they handle stress. What are their go-tos? So you really get to know people during these time, during the holiday season. Thank you so much, Dr. Dravon James. I'm assuming that people can find you on Instagram at Dr. Dravon, D-R-A-V-O-N, James, and anywhere else? Uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter and YouTube. All Dr. Dravon James. Thank you so okay. much. And finally, guys, I'm hosting a New Year's Eve party for singles at Kelly's Landing in Toronto, the perfect venue to ring in the new year in style. Um, and also, if you're struggling with dating and perhaps attracting, you're attracting the wrong people, or maybe you just can't get past date one, I've created a virtual dating seminar, uh, Redesign Your Love Life, um, and it's happening in January. It's a three-day event. For more information, please go to singleinthecity.ca for both the events and for the seminar. And thank you, everybody, for joining me once again. Ciao for now. 